At the beginning of Surah Al-Rahman, in the first four ayat, in the first ayah Allah says, Ar-Rahman, the most gracious, the most merciful. There are many ways that you can translate it. For starters, we'll just say the uh, the most gracious, Ar-Rahman, Allama Al-Qur'an, is the one who taught the Qur'an. خلق الإنسان, the one who created us in the first place, the one who created the human being, علمه البيان, and Allah is the one who gave us this ability to speak, Allah is the one who taught us speech. So when it comes to this quality, this, this skill, this attribute that Allah has generally given us in terms of speech, in terms of eloquence, in terms of how to express ourselves with our words, we should think to ourselves and reflect internally, how are we using this gift that Allah gave us. Because if this gift, this ability to speak, to express ourselves with our words, which is really an amazing thing when you think about it, if we're using it in ways that completely lack mercy, then something has to change. First, Allah says, out of all of His names, Ar-Rahman. This is the only ayah in the entire Qur'an that consists of one of Allah's names as a standalone ayah, and the only name that we find in this unique situation is Ar-Rahman. Clearly, this is a very, very special name and attribute of Allah Azza wa Jal. Ar-Rahman allama al-Qur'an khalaqa al-insan. Now, Allah could have mentioned anything about the human being after that. Allah could have said that He gave us the ability to hear, that He gave us the ability to see, that He gave us... Allah has given us so many different things, but here Allah specifically mentions that of speech. So one of the, 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 the deep implications here is for us to think within ourselves, how do we communicate with people? Do we communicate with people in ways that reflect mercy? Starting with our families at home, whether it's in the workplace, in the masjid, at the store, whatever it may be, how are we using this ability of speech? Are we using it in ways to bring us closer to Ar-Rahman? Or are we using that same ability in bad ways and Perhaps we're dragging ourselves further and further away from Ar-Rahman and His mercy. We ask Allah to protect us from that situation. I want to connect this, this ayah in which Allah tells us very clearly that He's the one who gave us this ability to speak. I want to connect it with two ayahs that we heard in prayer and I'll conclude. In, in the first of these two references, Allah says, سَابِقُوا إِلَى مَغْفِرَةٍ مِّن رَبِّكُمْ one of the best things that we can do with our tongues, with this ability to speak, is to remember the one who gave us this ability in the first place. To remember Allah, to remember Allah, to remember Allah. And out of the variety, this beautiful buffet of adhkar, of different remembrances that we have, right, in the Qur'an, in the Sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ, is that of making istighfar, asking Allah for forgiveness, for, for, for forgiveness, for forgiveness, time and time and time again. And this is supposed to have a, a profound effect on the heart of the person if they're doing so sincerely. If a person is only doing it with their tongues, only with their words, but they're not present, their heart is not there, then they're not really going to gain anything from it. They still have the cap on the water bottle and it looks like they're pouring that water. They're doing the motion to water the plant. But if that cap is still there, then in reality, that plant is not getting anything out of it. So the tongue and the heart need to be connected as we're, we're trying our best to connect with istighfar. The placement of the ayah is right after Allah just told us at best, this life is play and amusement and competition and this and that, whatever. But it comes and it goes. 
Just like crops, eventually they become yellow. And then Allah says in the Akhirah, in the hereafter, you have punishment and you have forgiveness. And then Allah tells us, rush, compete, go quickly towards seeking Allah's forgiveness, making istighfar consciously, time and time and time again. So this is one of the two ayat. The second one is found at the end of Surah Al-Hadid, when Allah tells us, to, 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 that we're supposed to walk with this light of Islam. Right, this light of Islam is supposed to be something that guides us on a day-to-day basis, on a night-to-night basis. It's supposed to be those, those uh, uh, not just the lantern in the forest, so to speak, but a very basic example that we can connect with on a constant basis, the headlights of our cars. When we turn those on and we're driving at night, it's good for us, we benefit from it, and those around us, they benefit from it as well. If you've ever been driving and then a car passes you up and their lights are off, it immediately scares you because you didn't even know that they were there. That's bad for them as well as those around them. So we ask Allah to make us people who remember Him often. We ask Allah to help us to use this ability of speech in ways to bring us closer to Him and to protect us from using this ability to speak in ways that drag us further and further away from Him. We ask Allah to make us people of, of forgiveness, people of istighfar, and we ask Allah to make us from among those who are forgiven. We ask Allah to help us to live this light of our deen as best we can. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Wa akhiru da'wan. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil